Hey, Ryan, how do I get project-based learning started at my school? I've gotten some form of this question nearly every day for the last decade from engaged educators just like you. So at Magnify Learning, we've created a free download to get you started. Whether you're a superintendent, principal, coach, or teacher, go to whatispbl.com to get started on your project-based learning journey today. Are you ready to bring project-based learning to your school? The PBL Simplified Podcast will help equip you for your PBL journey with weekly need-to-knows, engaging interviews, PBL showcases from facilitators in the classroom, and PBL leadership episodes to move you towards a successful implementation of PBL. Because every learner deserves to be a part of an inspiring story, and we see daily that project-based learning helps make this happen. If you want me to answer your PBL need-to-know on the podcast, visit whatispbl.com and click on Ask Ryan to submit your question. Welcome to the PBL Simplified Podcast, formerly known as the PBL Playbook Podcast. We've got a new name for the podcast that's going to match my book that's coming out in January 2023 by the same name, PBL Simplified, the six steps to bring your project-based learning from idea to reality. So the book's coming out. We've got a YouTube series by PBL Simplified. The podcast is going to match that. My heart is to take project-based learning simplify it so that you can bring it to your classroom or your school, your district, wherever you're at. I believe every child, every teacher, every educator can benefit from project-based learning. Today, we're going to be talking about writing a book. In my mastermind, we were talking about mastermind filled with principles. We meet bi-weekly. Great place to connect with like-minded educators, and we started talking about writing the book, right? So some questions came up, what's it look like to publish? How do you write? Where do you find time? All these types of things. It's like, wow, this is a this is a hot topic. This will be great for a leadership episode. So the next two episodes we're going to be talking about, and maybe more, we're going to be talking about writing a book. So that's going to be our, our need to know. It's going to be around the topic of your book, because everybody has a book in them. And then we're our main topic for today is, is how do you get started? And we'll look at the first three steps. So our opening need to know is how do you come up with a book topic? I'll stand on this statement. Everybody has a book inside of them. So how do you find your particular topic? A couple of questions you ask yourself. The first one, what gets you fired up? Like if if a question comes up, where do you like perk up and lean in and say, hey, I've got some thoughts there. What gets you fired up? And it could be good or bad. Right, like sometimes it's like, what gets you kind of angry? Like when when you walk into a classroom and it's just one teaching model, take it or leave it. Right? Does that get you fired up? Are you all about differentiation, uh, or maybe it's something that you're passionate about? So the next question I ask is, what do you say often? Like if you're a building leader, you probably have a saying that you start every faculty meeting with, or your email starts out with some piece that is you know, the same kind of tagline, if you will. So what do you say? That might be your book topic. When I was in the classroom, my tagline was life is choices. So every learner that walked into my classroom heard that life is choices. And then on the way out, everybody got to hear the same thing. Bye, Ryan. Life is choices. Bye, Abby. Life is choices. So much so I've had learners that, uh, you know, we'll see and we'll look at each other and say, did you, did I? And you're the life is choices guy, right? So, 
Learners, sometimes they can't remember my name, but they know that I'm the life is choices guy, right? So I say that often. That could be a great book title, right? That might be a book topic someday. So same thing for you. How do you come up with a book topic? Because you got to figure out what are you going to talk about? So what gets you fired up? Super passionate about, which means you might love it when this topic comes up, or maybe you get a little angry when that topic comes up. Like, what do you want to fight for? And then what do you say often? Think about those taglines. Maybe just ask somebody. If you're, in the, if you're in the classroom, maybe ask the teacher next to you, like, what is it that I say often? What, what do you think I could write a book about? And people will start to bring up, well, you're always talking about this, you know, differentiation. You're always talking about content. You're always talking about employability skills. How about that? So find your book topic. It's inside of you. It's already passionate. You're already passionate about it. You know something about it. You're likely an expert in that field. We just need to draw it out of you and share it with the world. So that's our opening. Need to know, how do you find your book topic? Our main topic for today is how do we start writing a book? And can I go back to what rolls out in the intro? What is PBL.com? If you're interested in writing a book, would you go to whatispbl.com, click on the Ask Ryan button, And just let me know that you're interested in this process. Because if you're listening to this podcast, you might get to your destination or finish your workout. Maybe you're not going to hear all this. I want want you to get on my list of people that want to write a book because we're creating a process or thinking through the idea of creating a process of how can we help educators publish their book, even if they might not have enough time to do it. So we've got some processes that we can help streamline some things possibly. So if you'd like to get on that short list, uh, go to whatispbl.com, click on Ask Ryan, and just put your details in there. Say, hey, I want to write a book. I'd like some more information. And we'll take you along this journey and see if we can't help out with that process. So the main topic today is how do we start writing a book? And oddly enough, as I look at my notes, I've got six steps. Same thing with PBL Simplified, the book that's coming out in January, Six Steps to Project-Based Learning. Apparently, I really like six steps. There's six steps to writing a book. Here they are quickly, and then we're going to look at the first three of these in this episode. We'll look at the last three in the next episode. So the first thing we need to do is we need to figure out your vision and goals for a book. You need to create an outline, do some big picture writing for each chapter. Fourth step, share your first draft with friends. Fifth step, find an editor. And the sixth step is getting to publisher. And eventually there's probably a seventh step of marketing. But right now we're talking about how to write that book, not market it just yet. That sounds like a future episode. So we're going to dive into detail each one of those steps. Today we're going to take those first three. So the first step into starting to write a book is figuring out your vision and your goal for this book. So why do you want to write a book? That's the first question. You have to be able to answer this because writing a book is hard. A lot of people want to write a book. Very few people actually write that book. So it's not an easy process. It's a worthwhile process, both for you as a reflective educator, but also sharing all the things that you've learned on your journey with others. Right, So there are a whole slew of first-year teachers that are going to come out this year, and they need your book. There's a book inside of you, and somebody needs it. Right, Somebody who's on 
the same path as you, but they're a couple steps behind. So if that's true, there's a book inside of you, right? So there's always somebody that can learn from you. Why do you want to write a book? What's your vision? We talked about the topic. It's got to be one you're really passionate about. If you can answer that topic in one or two sentences and you're done, probably not ready to write a book about it. So what is the main question you're, you are exploring? So kind of like in project-based learning, we have this driving question, right? That's going to take us four weeks-ish, four to six weeks to explore with our learners. You almost need this driving question for your book. So for me, it's this idea that every educator can use project-based learning in their classroom. And here's how you can do that. And then my book spells that out. Here's PBL Simplified. Let's demystify the project-based learning process so that we know that every teacher can use this. So that was my main topic that was worth exploring. Right? I've devoted a good portion of my life to this work, right? Whether it's training uh, in person in three-day workshops or it's the virtual coaching that we do at Magnify Learning, taking all those pieces, how do we bring that into a book almost like a manual, an inspirational manual, because there's stories throughout. Whatever your book is, you've got to tell really great stories because people love stories. And we can connect your learning and expertise to these stories. We remember those, right? And then we can walk it out and create our own stories. So that was my main question. And one, it's worth exploring. And two, you can spend a long time exploring that, right? I've spent the last decade exploring that question with educators from across the country, right? Collaborating, building, refining, reflecting, collaborating, all these pieces around really this one question of, you know, how do we engage learners? How do we prepare learners? Sorry, that's two questions, but you need to find your question that you're passionate about. And then you really need a why for your book, right? So if people are asking you the same questions over and over again, that's usually a pretty good sign there's a book inside of you. If you get on Twitter and you're known for fill in the blank and people like to reach out to you or somebody recommends, hey, you should go reach out to you for this topic, there's a good chance there's a book inside of you that needs to come out. But you really need to refine that question because you are going to spend a good chunk of time, energy, and resources on exploring this question. So it needs to be something you're passionate about, needs to be deep. Needs to be something you have some expertise in. Uh, John Acuff, when he looks at writing a book, and I would highly recommend his book Finish, um, and his book Soundtracks, and that you follow his podcast. And we'll put all this in the show notes. But John's podcast is all it takes is a goal. Fantastic work. Um, my first book, um, I credit John. John's work in his book Finish. Uh, in fact, I got him to sign it, which was kind of weird to have somebody else sign your book. Um, but it was definitely because John helped me finish through that process and actually getting that book finished. But what John does when he looks at a topic, and I won't get his wording exactly right, but he looks at you know, what do you have expertise in, what are you passionate about, and where is there a market for? Right. So we need we need an audience as well. So what is it that you're really good at? What are you passionate about, and what is there a market for? And where those things align that's where your book's going to be, right? So if you go through the process I've kind of talked about earlier, if people are asking you about this particular topic, there's a market for it, right? There's someone that needs your expertise uh, in their world in education so they can do more great things for kids. 
and it needs to be something you're passionate about. So where all those things kind of align, there's a book in there. But again, don't want to sugarcoat it. Like writing a book's difficult. Um, there are definitely some structures and processes that can help that process. So I've got some really good friends um, in publishing and ghostwriting that can help us with this process. And we're having some really good conversations. So again, if you want to be in that in that conversation, go to whatispbl.com, click on Ask Ryan, and just put your name in that hat so we can put you in that conversation. So the first thing you need to do when you're starting a, starting to write a book is create your vision create goals of why do you want to write this book? Why does this book have to come to life? And there is a good reason for that, by the way. And yes, you are an expert in something. And yes, there are people that need your book. I like to put need on it, not just want. Like, yes, my mom bought my book. That's correct. She's going to pre-order the book 100%. But I also know that there are people out in classrooms that don't think they can do project-based learning and they need it to be simplified so that they can bring it to their learners. So I picture that person in a classroom or the principal that wants to lead their school, because in the, in the book coming out now, PBL Simplified, there's a whole school implementation portion and a leadership chapter. How do leaders bring PBL to a school? Like I've talked to those principals enough to know that that needs out there. So when I'm writing at you know four or five in the morning, I'm thinking about the impact that that book can have as it comes out, the need for that book. Not because I want to write a book. That's not enough to get you up at four in the morning to start writing words, right? Words don't always come. Like it, it takes a lot of discipline to do that. So what's the need for your book? The second thing you're going to want early on is an outline. I like the old-fashioned mind map, right? Just an old-fashioned, like here's your driving question in the middle. What are the things that you know or that are main topics that come out of this? And as you can probably foreshadow, like those will become your chapters, right? Your major topics become your chapters and you need those chapters so that you can start to formulate these ideas in your brain so that you can communicate those efficiently and so that you can start collecting illustrations, right? You've got all these great stories. You can think through them. Well, At some point in the coming months, when you decide to take that first step in that journey, you're going to be in front of your laptop or your computer, and there will be a blank Word document. And those stories don't seem to come when you're looking at that cursor that's blinking at you, right? Suddenly, you can't remember any student stories. You can't think of any illustrations. So you need to start getting these things out of your brain and on paper or digitally somewhere. So once you've decided that there's a vision, a deep question you want to go dive into, you start to outline the major topics and these will become your chapters. So as you, again, you don't have to mind map. There's some software out there, but honestly, by the time you learn the software, you'll put two hours into it and it'll fizzle out. So just grab a piece of paper, do it on the back of your taxes, wherever you do it, just big circle in the middle, put your driving question, start to take lines off of that, create your spider and see where you have the most illustrations or the most ideas. You might find out your driving question, you've only got two main ideas on there. You either need to spend some more time fleshing those out, or it might not be the right idea. But if you've got a ton of different things that come off, you can start to maybe consolidate those to start forming chapters. And once you have some chapters outlined, you you can create, whether you do an Evernote or your notes or just a Google Doc that has illustrations by chapter, 
you can start to put some ideas into your files and you just keep loading up these files as you go. What happens is once you've defined these, as you go through your day, you're going to see your day differently. You're going to have interaction with a learner and be like, oh, that would be a great illustration for chapter four or this idea. And you maybe even talk to that learner and say, hey, can I quote you in this book I'm going to write? People love that, by the way. The answer is always yes. Right? And, but you get to start, your brain will start to acknowledge things differently. And if you don't write it down or record it somewhere, it will disappear. So set the outline so you can start filling those buckets. The third step that you're going to take in writing a book is once you have your outline, you've got chapters that are there, you start writing. You start writing. And and I would recommend some of this beginning outlining first instead of just writing. But then eventually you just start writing and you are not editing. Some of you, you know, Enneagram ones or on the disc, if you're like, in SC, you're very detail-oriented, perfectionist. If you lean towards that, this can be difficult for you. But if you start edit, editing yourself early, you're going to have a very difficult time, right? Because you'll ha- you have a perfect chapter, but you need a you need twelve imperfect chapters to get going. You need words on page, right? You need to write five hundred, a thousand words a day just to get them out there, and then you can edit after that. But don't limit yourself yet. We'll have time for you to edit, for you to draft. We'll get you an official editor. So those things will come. Right now you need words on page so that you can see where you need more illustrations or you can figure out where your thoughts are. They might take you a different direction. Maybe you change your chapters because you really like one of the ideas. Sometimes you don't find that out until you start writing. So start doing some big picture writing uh, for each chapter and see where your ideas come. See where they don't come. Right? Figure out your writing process before you start looking for perfection. This is where John A. Cuff's book, Finish, comes in. I took the course. I went as deep as I could with John, I think, on Finish. It's such good stuff about perfection being the, the enemy of done. Like you need to get some words on the page, and you need to not self-edit yourself before you can get your ideas out. Right? We can always adjust the ideas, but we need to get them out. So as you're looking at this writing, it's really helpful to find a time for that. Let me rephrase that because you don't find time, you create time, right? We talked about that in our deep work podcast a a ways back in the leadership episode. You need to create time. So what I did is I went an hour or two before my normal start time and I just set the alarm earlier, got up and all I did was write words. I didn't check email. I didn't check text. I didn't turn any of those things on. All I did was write words. So you can put it in a Google Doc. You can put it in Microsoft Word. Uh, I know Donald Miller of StoryBrand. He actually kind of goes out to the back or he used to have the shed that didn't have Wi-Fi even. Right? Like, Don't even turn on your Wi-Fi. Just turn on a laptop and write words. And if you can get in that habit, you start to build words, build words, build words. And once you have words, it's much easier to edit, copy, paste, move around but you just have to get words on page and maybe you just set a minimum or maximum. Sometimes you're going to say, I'm going to do 500 words a day. And when you get to 500, you just stop. And you're like, well, I've got, I probably have 600 words in me today, but you can stop. And the next day you'll be fired up to get those next 500 words down. So find something that's manageable. 
don't write, you know, fifteen hundred words the first day and two the second day, right? So find a a, a way that you can continue writing words. Eventually, you're probably going to want about forty thousand words. So in the editing phase, I know some people will go like sixty thousand words, then edit down. Um, but you're really looking for forty thousand words, which for me, when I wrote my first book, that was kind of an aha, right? You say, well, I'm just going to write a book and as you're looking at books that you've read, you don't typically you know, count the words. So 40,000 words is a pretty good book uh, benchmark. Um, as you're publishing, that gives you enough pages in your book where you can have a really nice spine, which seems logistical. And you're like, yeah, but what about my, me- my message? Well, if you want a really nice spine to be in Barnes and Noble then or on somebody's shelf, which is going to be awesome when it's on somebody's shelf and they write you a note that says, oh, your book changed my teaching practice. You're going to want that. So you're shooting for 40,000 words, which is great. It's great to know, right? Look at your outline that you just made. How many chapters did you come up with? Divide that into 40,000 and you know how many words you should have per chapter. Now you have this manageable goal, this explicit goal that you can start moving towards. So a little bit every day. Don't crush yourself one day and then write no words the next day. You have a book inside of you and the world needs it. It's not about you being able to add a book to your resume or your web page. It's about the idea that you have something others need. And I know some of you are super humble doing your work in the classroom and saying this is enough. And I'm going to challenge that idea a little bit. Like, Don't keep it just there. Other people need your message and it will help them in their classroom. So let's find a way to get that out to them. And a book is just one of the best ways to do that, I think. So we want you to get started writing a book. Like, let's start that process. So the first thing is visions and goals. Why do you want to write a book? Second thing, you're going to outline your major topics and chapters, just like you would with the driving question. You put that in the middle. Here's the question that I want to investigate, to think about passionately, and then have your chapters come off of there. Once you have those chapters, you start beginning to collect illustrations and ideas. And then you can start to do some big picture writing for those chapters. You just start writing. Don't judge your writing. Just start writing. What we're going to talk about in the next leadership podcast in two weeks is we're going to talk about how you share that first draft with friends, how we get it to a professional editor, and then what does the publishing company look like? How do we get it published on shelves in any place where books are sold? And so again, if you want to go to whatispbl.com, click on Ask Ryan and just put in those notes that you want to publish a book. Let me know and we'll start to provide some of those helps for you and get you in that conversation. Really, really excited about this, about getting some of your expertise out into the world and to multiply that impact. So I want to thank you for joining me on the PBL Simplified podcast, where we engage learners tackle boredom, and transform your classrooms.